Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. One of the best shows of the year, according to Apple, Amazon, and Time, is back for another round. We had a big bear of a man who's called Mal Evans, who's on roadie. And uh, <clears throat> I was coming back on the plane, and he said, will you pass the salt and pepper? And I misheard him. <laughs> I said, what? Sergeant Pepper? Listen to season two of McCartney, A Life in Lyrics on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. My name is Chris Moody, host of the new podcast, Finding Matt Drudge. I'll be taking you on a journey to find the mysterious media mogul Matt Drudge, founder of The Drudge Report. Along the way, I'll talk to people who have worked with him, dined with him, and fought with him, taking listeners into private conversations, all in an attempt to get a better understanding of who Drudge is and what motivates him. Hopefully, he'll even sit down with us. Listen to Finding Matt Drudge on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, it's your favorite throwback podcast hosts, Jessica Bennett and Susie Bannikaram, here to announce a new season of our show, In Retrospect. Which means a whole new batch of episodes diving into the pop culture moments we love and love to pick apart. From the dethroning of the first black Miss America to the legacy of a lesbian joke from four Kaftan-loving Golden Girls. Listen to In Retrospect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Are you ready for an uncomfortable conversation? We're about to have one of those. We're going to talk about this TikTok ban, why it might be a bad thing, and there is a critically important election going on right now, and you don't know anything about it. We're going to talk about it tonight, and I'm right. I want you to imagine something. We're about to have a very uncomfortable conversation. But before we get to that, I want to set that aside for a moment. I want you to imagine something. I want you to imagine that I am a leader of a, boor, a Boy Scout troop. They call it a troop, right? Obviously, I don't have any kids in Boy Scout. I'm a leader of a, a bunch of Boy Scouts, 10 of them. And we are taking a Boy Scout trip. It's very exotic. We're going to India. We're going to go camping in India. And me and the Scouts, we're out walking through the jungles, mountains of India. And a tiger, big problem over there, comes out, eats one of my Boy Scouts. I'm upset. Other scouts are upset. I don't want that to ever happen again. But we continue on with the trip. We're just going to soldier on. And that tiger comes out and he eats another one. And then a few days later, he comes out and he eats another one. And he comes out and he eats another one. He eats another one. He eats another one. And finally, we're down to the last Boy Scout. It's just me and that Boy Scout. And the tiger, I see the tiger coming for that last Boy Scout. And I want you to imagine this. I want you to imagine me standing up and shouting at that tiger, whoa, hold on, don't eat him. Hey, I bet he doesn't even taste good. Hey, hold on, don't eat him. Uh, don't you know that eating him would be wrong? He has parents who care about him back home. He's got, got a couple brothers at home. They, they're gonna be sad if you eat him. It would be wrong, so you stop, tiger. 
Does that sound lame and pathetic? How ridiculous, right? Who would, who would try something like that? Well, let's have an uncomfortable conversation. This is how the right has looked for the last 24 hours in the wake of that shooting. It's how the right has looked for the longest time in the wake of almost every single shooting. We are standing there trying to negotiate with a tiger who has a bloodlust. This is what we do constantly, and it's why, unless that mindset changes, we will lose this nation to the communists. The last 24 hours have been obviously heavy for all of us. I'm glad you're still praying for those families. Please keep praying for them. They need it. I'll tell you, my wife cried yesterday. This morning myself, we were talking about it. I about got choked up. Just thinking about those kids. We have kids. I know there's a lot of sadness out there. But the right has once again shown itself to be completely ill-equipped to deal with what we're dealing with because they either don't want to acknowledge or they're too scared to acknowledge what we're dealing with. You're dealing with people. I know this is so hard to understand and it's so hard to accept, but you're dealing with people who didn't cry yesterday. And they don't have that feeling you have inside of you right now about the parents and the children and they must have been so scared and you're thinking about the violence and the horror of it and it breaks your heart and it breaks my heart and because you're a human being with values, you think, wow, we all must share those values. We're all just kind of in this together. Sure, we have a different view on things, but we're just kind of, look, we'll figure this out. We're all sad for the kids. No, we're not. Grow up, wake up, listen when these people speak. They've eaten almost everyone in your Boy Scout troop so far and you still think that you can simply negotiate with the tiger because he really kind of wants what you want. He just wants it in a different way. I'm going to tell you something and it's going to hurt and you're not going to believe me, but what I'm about to tell you is a thousand percent true. In the wake of a mass shooting, wherever it is, a school, a grocery store, a, a synagogue, it doesn't matter in the wake of any tragedy, actually. It could be a tornado. It could be anything. No matter what. The White House, they get together, they sit down, they meet and their wives don't cry. They're not sad. They're sitting around a big conference room and there aren't any tears being shed like you've shed. They don't stop for a moment before the meeting and hey, let's all just gather and pray. Let's hold hands, let's pray for the family. Obviously, we need, we need God right now. None of these things happen. That's what you do. So stop putting your values on them because while you're holding hands in prayer, they're sitting around, hey guys, good news, school shooting. Uh, how many kids are dead? Uh, not many. Okay, that's all right, we can still use it. Hey, who was the shooter? Hopefully it was a white dude. Was it a white dude? No? Oh, dang, was it a tranny? Oh, dang it. Okay, you know what? Forget that, we'll just ignore that part of the tranny part of it. Let's make it about guns. Now, why are they like that? Why are they doing that? 
When your news, when the guy who brings you the news, when he sits around, same thing, all the staffers of the newsroom, before they bring you the news at night, they're not crying about the kids, they're not wondering how to actually stop these things, they don't care about teachers and families and moms and dads and brothers and sisters and dead nine-year-olds, they're sitting around as a news team, all right, we gotta cover this shooting tonight, hey guys, two dead kids, that's, hey, that'll be spicy, huh? Who was the shooter? Uh, was it a white guy? That sucks. Hey, that's good, it's a tranny? Oh gosh, it was a tranny. Oh, hey, I got it, I got it, I've got it, guys. Here's the news. We'll make this about Republicans passing anti-drag queen legislation. That's not how you think. And I thank God that's not how you think. And I don't want you to ever think like that. But man, please hear me when I tell you, if you don't start to understand and accept that that is how they think, you have no shot at victory. And believe me, someone's gonna win. You're going to win, or these people are gonna win. And I see the right do this all the time. In the wake of a mass shooting, when the, when the communists start grabbing for your guns, they'll say, no, look at the Chicago crime stats. Uh, look at this, the cities with the highest gun control law, with the most gun control laws, they're actually the worst. Don't you see this, guys? Uh, you biased news reporter, don't you see this? Yes, he sees it. He can read. He knows. He knows the statistics. He knows the numbers. Joe Biden knows. They all know that they get it. They don't look at tragedy as tragedy. They look at every single tragedy as opportunity. Everyone. And you can't relate to that because of the heartbreak of dead kids. But that's how they look at it. And you'll see people say, well, the media is missing the mark. The media's getting it wrong. Oh, Terry Moran with ABC News, he just, he said this, he's just biased, guys. The police chief uh, also said uh, that the shooter has been identified as 28-year-old female. He said she's a former student of the school and confirmed that was a, identified herself as a transgender person. Uh, it, state of Tennessee earlier this month passed and the governor signed a bill that banned transgender medical care for minors as well as uh, a law that prohibited adult entertainment including male and female impersonators after a series of drag show controversies in that state. He's not biased. He's not a liberal. He doesn't want what you want just a little differently. Terry Moran and his staff sat down and they decided to frame a nightly news segment in a way that would help them achieve power and hurt their political enemies. Because you're dealing with communist apparatchiks, not biased journalists. You're dealing with anti-humans who would kill every single person on the planet if it meant achieving power, and they would do so without hesitation. And I know that is so difficult to accept because patriotic Americans love to use terms like, my fellow Americans, your fellow Americans don't hate you. Oh my gosh, yes they do. They hate you so much. And they've had this dream for the longest time. For the longest time, the American communist has had a dream that has been unachievable to him. He has achieved so much. He sees so many of your cultural institutions. He teaches your children to hate you and hate themselves and hate your nation. He seized even professional sports, the movies, he has it all, but he's had this one dream he's never been able to quite reach, and that dream is disarming you so he can finally just hurt you the way he's always wanted to hurt you. 
And I want to give all the credit in the world to Randy Weingarten, affectionately known as Communist John Denver on this show. She couldn't even make it a day before she came out and just was honest about it. And how many lives will be shattered before we have the courage to do what Scotland did, what Australia did, what New Zealand did, what other great democracies do. We must solve this epidemic. And that's up to us. Randy Weingarten didn't sit around crying about the kiddos. Randy Weingarten understood, hey, we got an opportunity here, guys. Let's go get them guns. We'll finally disarm our political opponents and then, hey, try to refuse the vaccine next time, gunless American. But we don't understand that on the right. We'll cite crime statistics, we'll call them biased, or we'll say things like, well, the media really missed the mark. They didn't miss anything. They're nailing everything the exact way they want to nail it. Joe Biden, all of them. I know that's uncomfortable. I know that hurts. Lots of things hurt. The truth often does. But what I just told you is true. So you can carry the correct mentality into the future and understand that you are most definitely in a culture war for the future of your nation. And there will be one victor. It will be you or it will be them. Or you can carry the John Cornyn, Mitch McConnell mentality. Senator Cornyn, who, as you know, I asked to be the point person on our side to see if we could come to a, an outcome uh, after these horrible school shootings. And his uh, teammates indicated, as you have reported, a coming together behind a, behind a framework which hopefully can be turned into legislative language and passed. Hey, me and the Democrats, we all just, we all want this to stop. Hey, how much of my gun rights do you need, Mr. Democrat? Pathetic. All that may have made you uncomfortable, but I am right. I'm going to talk to Margot Cleveland next about these communists, what they want, their motivation, and other things. Let's move on from that. Let's talk about something wonderful. Well, not wonderful. It's actually terrible. Let's talk about summertime. So overrated. So, no, look, it, when you're a kid, summertime's great because you don't have to go to school. When you're an adult, it sucks. You're hot all the time. And as a dude, especially as a dude who lives in a place like Texas, you're sweating all the time. I'll walk 100 yards to my car when I'm done doing this show for you tonight, and I'll just be sweating by the time I get there. It's not that I love Undertack. I need Undertack. I mean, I do love it as well. And I love how soft it is. I love that I'm not binding all day long. It's underwear. It's the mo most incredible underwear ever. But more than anything else, I love that it wicks away all the daggone sweat. So by the end of the day, I'm not sitting there just soupy and miserable. Undertack is the greatest underwear ever. Freaking special forces use it. Not making that up. Go. Go to undertack.com. Promo code JESSE20 saves you a fortune. Go get a couple pairs. You know what? I don't even want you to go crazy. Go get two pairs. You'll be back. You'll get 10 more. Undertack.com, code JESSE20. All right? We'll be back. Yes, I, I, I thank the gentlelady for yielding. I just think this is interesting. First, the, the FTC is asking for your background. 
And now the, the ranking member of the Committee on the Weaponization of Government is asking for your sources. If I never asked them for their sources. Yes, I did, did not we, ask for sources. Well, who gave you access to these emails? Um, who was the individual that uh, gave you permission to access the emails? Well, the attribution for my story is sources at Twitter, and that's what I'm going to refer to. Okay. Uh, did Mr. Musk contact you, Mr. Taibbi? Again, the attribution for my story is sources at Twitter. So they did ask for the sources. Joining me now, Margot Cleveland, senior legal correspondent at the Federalists. Margot, sure seems like these people are tyrants. <laughs> they are tyrants. And it, what that clip showed and that whole hearing showed is they don't care about free speech. And it's pretty shocking. Matt, when he was up there, made the point, look, I didn't, I'm not a Republican. I grew up ACLU liberal looking at free speech. And I think he's shocked to see how no one seems to care. Margo, I guess this is a different take on this than I've had. I saw those two get up there and speak, and I'm glad they've done what they've done, Matt and Michael, and I, and I applaud them for their work. But I keep coming back to this, hey, I'm not a Republican, I vote Democrat, I vote Democrat. Well, you're the one who votes for all this. Do modern Democrats not make the connection that they should stop voting for the people that are doing things they don't like? Is there, are they so far gone they don't make the connection? You voted for this. You know, it's funny because I think that they both actually went from being registered Democrats to independents. So I think that maybe it will have some impact on future voting. But I think you, that, that's a great point that if they're saying, look, I'm not a Republican and the Democrats are the one doing this, you got to kind of rethink where you're coming down on your on your voting. You have a piece out called Time is Running Out to Speak Freely About Free Speech in America. What are you talking about? So one of the things that I've been doing, as well as both uh, Matt and Michael, is looking at what the government has been doing. And they have been funding for the last several years some extremely scary research. They have been funding companies coming up with technology that will basically scour the internet, everything, chat rooms, news sources, the Twitter, social media. And if they find kind of a story starting to develop that is harmful to the United States interests, they are going to go and silence it. And we saw that with the Twitter files showing that we're not just talking about terrorism. We're not just talking about Russians lying to interfere with the election. We're actually talking about COVID. We're talking about things that have nothing to do with what we would historically think of as national security. Margo, a lot of people remember the Mueller investigation, that two-year daggone sham, but people have moved on because there have been about 8,000 scandals since then. You did some digging and found something. What'd you find? So there's actually this strange case that is going on that involved uh, a former Republican National Committee director, finance director, who was charged criminally with acting as a foreign lobbyist. Well, in I think it was 2018, all of a sudden there were a bunch of stories about this gentleman 
And it was New York Times, it was the Wall Street Journal, and it was based on documents. Well, apparently someone hacked into his computer and he believes that it was at the prompting of a Middle East country, Qatar, and he's claiming that it was a former CIA agent who did it. So he filed a lawsuit against them civilly. And I came across recently some strange filings which indicated that Richard Gates was actually questioned by former special counsel, well, they, at the time they were special counsel attorneys, using those documents. So these are what his allegations are, that they used the documents that were hacked to question Richard Gates, which, you know, that's part of what the investigators do. But the part that was troubling to me is this was one country allegedly hacking a private citizen's emails in order to destroy that person's reputation and keep him from lobbying for another Middle East country. And what happened is the attorney claims that the special counsel's office did not investigate that. Now, to me, that's a huge problem. If you think about it, the whole lobbying can get kind of swampy, but we're talking about two Middle East countries who are lobbying against each other and allegedly one of them paid former CIA agents to then hack a private citizen. Why was there no investigation on this at all? At least that's what it comes down to. It doesn't look like they did that, which to me is what did Mueller's team do? All they did was try to get Trump and everything else that came along they ignored like Christopher Steele. Yeah, that's wild. Margo, thank you so much. I appreciate you. Thanks so much, Jesse. Take care. Banning TikTok. Sounds right. Sounds good. We should ban TikTok, but this ban TikTok bill might be a lot worse than it seems. We're going to talk about that in a moment. Uh, let us talk about this. I was talking to my son this morning about America and where we are as a nation. And let, 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 let's just put politics out of it for a moment. You know I love politics. Let's set that aside for a moment. Did you know that we are not making enough babies, not near enough babies, and that you have about three generations when your country stops making enough babies and then your country goes away? And did you know we're already on generation number two? We are two-thirds of the way there. I, I don't care about your opinion on what I'm about to tell you. It's a fact. We need to make babies in this country. Men need to marry women and make babies in this country. Testosterone levels are in free fall, and they're not doing it. Ladies aren't into it either. A lot of reasons for this. Chuck's out there trying to save America, not by passing legislation, by selling male vitality stacks for the fellas and female vitality stacks for the ladies. I don't want to be too crude. Kids are watching, but it's time to get married and get on it. We got a country to save here. Start a family, raise a family, make a bunch of babies. That's the most anti-communist thing you can do. Go to Chuck.com. They have 35% off subscriptions. Male vitality stack, female vitality stack. Go get one and get on it. CHOQ.com. Promo code Jesse is what gets you that 35% off. Go now. We'll be back.
Banning TikTok. Sounds good, right? I hate TikTok. I won't have it. It's not allowed in my home. Wife doesn't have it. Kids don't have it. It is Chinese spyware. So banning it for a nation is a good idea. And when I saw they were going to ban TikTok here, or talking about banning TikTok here, I thought to myself, okay, well, that might be good. And then something started happening out there. I started to see a lot of bipartisan support for it. Now, let me ask you something. I don't know how old you happen to be. I'm 41 years old. I remember many pieces of bipartisan legislation passing in my 41 years on this planet. I've never seen one of them that was actually good for the country. So I started getting nervous. Then I started paying attention to the things Greg Price was saying out there, and now I'm officially mega nervous. Joining me now, my buddy Greg Price, Communications Director for the State Freedom Caucus Network. Hey, Greg, why don't you want to ban TikTok? What are you, some kind of communist? <laughs> Thanks for having me, Jesse. Um, no, the thing about it is you have to look at these things through the sense of the ulterior motives people may have for wanting to ban this app. And, you know, obviously it's bad that one of the most popular apps in America is, you know, the, the, its parent company is in bed with the Chinese Communist Party. But here's the thing. Almost every social media app that we use is in bed with a hostile foreign power. All social media has negative corrosive effects on America's children in the way that people have said that TikToks does. And yet Congress is singling out TikTok and they're not doing it because they give a damn about Chinese surveillance. They're doing it because they have ulterior motives. And if you look at the bill that they are, that is on the table in the United States Senate and has 21 co-sponsors, bipartisan, it is fully insane. They want to create what is essentially a new Patriot Act for the internet. What it does is it gives the Commerce Department the power to appoint a secretary that basically has a broad mandate to go after anybody doing something on the internet that they deem is a national security threat. And so, the bill goes through all of these things that they have the power to do. Literally, if they think that you are a threat, they can get everything that you own that has access to the internet, from your computer to your cell phone, all the way down to like your video game console and your and and your the ring camera on your door. It is absolutely insane. And on top of that, they specify in the bill that the things that this new Secretary of Communication can do is not subjected to FOIA lawsuits. So they can say that you're a national security threat, they can put you in jail and seize your property, and you're not allowed to even know why. The bill is insane, and like I said, it has 21 co-sponsors, including, you know, and it basically runs the table of the worst of the worst of the DC Uniparty, everybody from Tom Tillis to Mark Warner, who's the person who wrote it. And the thing I said earlier about ulterior motives, these people want to infuse the people's fears about Chinese surveillance with TikTok, in order to increase their power over our lives. If it was truly just about banning TikTok, the bill would have one sentence that TikTok is now banned. And on the flip side, you have to look at this from the sense also of how Meta has spent millions and millions of dollars over the last year lobbying Congress to ban TikTok. And it's not because Mark Zuckerberg cares about Chinese surveillance, it's because TikTok's their biggest competitor. And all of these members of Congress also own millions of dollars worth of stock in Meta and set to get rich if it's banned. And again, it's not to say that TikTok shouldn't be banned. It's just to say that these people do not have our best interests at heart at the end of the day. The devil is always in the details. You can always count on Tom Tillis screwing the pooch somehow. That's what this guy seems to do for a living. Okay, I'm scared to even ask, Greg, is it going to go through? Again, it has 21 co-sponsors, some of you know the most power, powerful people in the Senate. I really hope it doesn't go through, but it will probably pass with bipartisan support. 
and both parties will hail it as a champion of bipartisanship, and it will go to show that at the end of the day, the worst things that happen in D.C. are bipartisan. Bipartisan is never a good thing. It's usually bills that increase the government's power over our lives. And, you know, and obviously we hope that Kevin McCarthy has it dead on arrival in the House. And it shouldn't be confused with other efforts in the House to ban TikTok, because this is just one bill in the Senate. There are other efforts on the table, but but yeah, let's hope Kevin McCarthy doesn't bring it up in, in the House at all. Well, let's hope. All right. Well, the, the D.C. low TGOP is doing what it has always done, disappointing us. Let's deal with state houses, because this is really our true fight. The federal government is pretty much lost, but we have so much we can save at the state level. Low TGOP at the state level, Greg, you are out there digging into this problem. How big of a problem is it? Because I see red states being pathetic all the time. It's a major problem, and it's one that doesn't get nearly enough attention because what because national politics gets all the attention. Take a look at the school boards issue, Jesse, and how people have been paying attention more to school boards over the last three years. Why didn't people do it before? It's because there was no coverage of it. People simply were not paying attention to what was happening in their own backyards. The same thing is happening in state legislatures, and especially with red state GOPs. Some of the most ruby red states have some of the worst representation. I'll give you just a few examples. In the last legislative session in Wyoming, Wyoming, which is the state that Donald Trump won by a larger percentage than any other, their Speaker of the House blocked bills for universal school choice, a Florida-style parental rights and education bill, and a bill to ban child mutilation for minors. He blocked all three of those bills in the most Republican state in America that were supported by majorities of his caucus. I'll give you another example. South Carolina just had a huge, just did their whole debate over their budget. The, Fr the Freedom Caucus in South Carolina tried to uh, put in an amendment that would have defunded the DEI programs at every university in South Carolina. And the supermajority Republican legislature voted against it. You can go state by state by state, and it's a major, major problem. And that's why, that's why the State Freedom Caucus Network began three years ago. What we're doing is we're taking the House Freedom Caucus and building it in states all over America because the same problems with the that we complain about all the time with the national GOP, there are problems on a much larger scale in the states, and it doesn't get nearly the attention that it should. Greg, I want to focus, now all that's really horrible, but I want to focus on this piece of trash in Wyoming for a moment. When is he up for re-election, and what do you need me to do to make sure that guy's political career is over? Raise your voice about it, Jesse. That's all, it's the, you know, it's the same, that they coincide with the federal elections in, in uh, I'm pretty sure in Wyoming. I could be wrong, but I think, okay. I think that's what it is. And so, yeah, we need to ensure okay. this guy, at the very least, is not the speaker again. It is, it's truly terrible. And, you know, the, the other point I want to make is, like, the stuff that comes out of your state legislatures affects your life in a much greater way than things that come out of D.C. on any given day. The Inflation Reduction Act, quote unquote, was a terrible law that's going to do terrible things. But you're not going to feel the effects of that as much as, you know, your state legislature that allows child mutilation to keep being legal. This stuff is very important and it gets ne not nearly the amount of attention it should. And we need to start paying attention to it. And that's why I joined the State Freedom Caucus Network to get involved in all these local issues. Tell me about central bank digital currencies. Yeah, that's another that's another huge one. And again, it's Republican states pushing for this. If you don't, if for people in the audience who don't know what CBDCs are, 
It's essentially a push to have all money centralized in the federal government. So instead of having a private bank account, you would essentially have a bank account with the Federal Reserve. And if that sounds dystopian to you, that's because it is. And if you think your Republican state legislature will protect you from it, you are sorely mistaken. A CBDC bill over the objections of our Freedom Caucus just passed in South Dakota. And luckily, our Freedom Caucus successfully pressured Governor Nome to veto it, and they just voted to sustain her veto the other day. But similar bills are being proposed in red states all over America. There was one that they tried to pass in Arizona that our Freedom Caucus killed in committee. There's one that's going through in uh, Montana right now that has already passed the Senate and is now going through the House. And these are coming, these are going to be coming everywhere, Louisiana, you know, literally everywhere. So your Republican state representative may be voting to end financial freedom for you. Pay attention to the politicians who do. And pay and and pay attention to the ones who actually are fighting back against it, which m- most of the time is the Freedom Caucus and all these legislatures. Greg, come back soon. Keep doing it, brother. Thanks for having me, Jesse. Always great to be on. Appreciate it. Well, it's nothing to panic about. It's just the people who wanted to lock you inside your home, fire you for not taking a vaccine, the people who want to confiscate your firearms. They're going to decide what you're allowed to buy. It's going to be fun, isn't it? Trying to go into the grocery store and, I mean, it's hamburger helper night. That's always an exciting night in the Kelly household. You go back and buy your burger, you walk up to the counter and beep. Some reason, some reason, hey, there's a malfunction here. Why isn't it letting me scan the burger? Well, it's not letting you scan the burger because, sorry, meat eater, you've exceeded your meat purchases for the week. This isn't some dystopian future. This is something they've written down as their goal for it. They want to control everything, including what you buy. Now, let me ask you for the thousandth time, do you have silver and gold, physical silver and gold, in your possession? If the answer to that question is no, if you do not have precious metals in your physical possession, there will be a day either you or your children will no longer be able to purchase goods and services you want because the communists will control everything. Are you ready for that day? I don't know about you, I'm gonna keep buying meat until the day I die. Why? Because Oxford Gold sent me gold and silver coins to my front door. Anonymously, obviously, they're very laid back about it, but I will have value, physical value, that will allow me to buy things a thousand years from now, even they'll all be dead. Call Oxford Gold and get that gold and or silver delivered to your home while you're there. You might want to weave some gold and silver in your 401k and IRA because they're busy wiping that out too. 833-995-GOLD, all right? 833-995-GOLD. Tell Oxford Jesse told you to call. We'll be back. You want some good news? Or maybe it's terrible news, but look, it's news you need. The presidential election of 2024, whether it's Trump, DeSantis, Biden ends up winning, or Gavin Newsom, or Joe, it doesn't matter. None of it matters. Well, I shouldn't say it doesn't matter. It's important, but it's not nearly as important as your state and local elections. You see, if Jesus Christ himself comes back from heaven and he decides he's not gonna bring us all home, he's just gonna take over the presidency, even Jesus would struggle after 2024 to unpack all the crap in this country. Your local elections, though, there's so much to salvage and fortify and save. 
and we're not doing it. We ignore it. Spend all our time talking about the presidency. The presidency, pfft, none of those guys are going to save you. Legal and local. I love Scott Pressler because he's out there doing the actual work. He's doing the work. He's the national spokesman for the Early Vote Action Pack. And Scott knows about a race. He's digging into a race that might be the most important race in America. No one even knows about it. Scott, what is this race? This is the most consequential election of 2023, Jesse. Right now, I'm in Wisconsin. The current makeup of the Wisconsin Supreme Court is four conservatives to three liberals. However, one of those conservatives is retiring, meaning that if we are not successful at electing Justice Daniel Kelly on April 4th in the general spring election, then that court will flip from conservative to liberal. Now, why is this important? Because the liberals have already indicated that they're going to put their thumbs on the scale. And that means that Wisconsin, which currently has voter ID, we could lose voter ID going into 2024. We could lose proof of residency, which is required to register to vote in the state of Wisconsin. And I'll remind you that a conservative court here in Wisconsin deemed that unmanned drop boxes are illegal. Meaning if the court flips liberal, you're going to have unmanned drop boxes on every street corner in Green Bay, Eau Claire, Milwaukee, Madison. And it's going to be an arduous uphill battle in order to win Wisconsin and the White House in 2024. Everything is online in this election. We must do everything we can to vote for Justice Daniel Kelly on April 4th. Okay, Scott, well, you just threw virtually everyone into a panic about getting this guy elected, and I'm glad you did. Now, the people in Wisconsin, let's focus on them first. I know we have a bunch of viewers in Wisconsin. Besides showing up to vote on April 4th, like you said, what else can they do? It's late in the game. It's friggin' late. What can they do, Scott? Well, they can go and download the application Early Vote Action on your app store, either by Android or iPhone. And you can make phone calls from the comfort of your home to Wisconsinites in Door County, Eau Claire, St. Croix, because right now we really have to focus on Northwestern Wisconsin. Our early voting numbers are looking good in Southeast Wisconsin, but we need Northwest to turn out. So you can go download early vote action it's user-friendly. All you have to do is put in your number, and you are going to be able to make phone calls to drive people to the polls on behalf of Justice Daniel Kelly and the April 4th Wisconsin Supreme Court election. And also, one last thing, because I would be remiss not to mention how much snow we get here in Wisconsin. Make a plan to vote early. Lock in your vote early by going to myvote.wi.gov. You can vote all this week in preparation for the April 4th election. Okay, so if you're in Wisconsin, vote early. Now, I want to focus on this early vote action app here, Scott. I always yep. want people to always stay legal, always legal at all times. If I'm not in Wisconsin, and I'm not, I'm in Texas, am I allowed to download this app and make calls? I don't want to do anything inappropriate. Am I, are, is everyone watching allowed to do this? Absolutely. The left, the Democrats in California and New York, they're pouring millions of dollars into this race. George Soros just dropped a million dollars into this race. They're writing postcards, making phone calls. If the left can do it, then yes. Legally, Republicans in all 50 states can make phone calls from the comfort of their home by using the application Early Vote Action, and you can help win this election and save Wisconsin.
I love it. Early vote action. Early vote action. Go download it right now while Scott and I are shooting it. Scott, okay, uh, let's switch from that to a, a state I'm very, very, very concerned about. Everyone's worried about Trump DeSantis, and I realize that's fun and spicy, but I have yet to have somebody bring me a plan to get any Republican elected president without the state of Pennsylvania. And you're going to have to forgive me, the state of Pennsylvania just elected a vegetable because of their voting laws. How are either one of those guys going to win in that state in 2024? And how are we going to win the presidency if we can't win that state? Scott. Well, first, we need to continue our robust voter registration operation. So I just got the statistics for yesterday of the last seven days, and there are 700 fewer Democrats than there were a week ago in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. I know in the grand scheme that doesn't sound like a lot, but incrementally, we are whittling down the Democratic voter registration advantage in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. A couple of years ago during President Obama, it used to be over a million, and now Republicans have gotten that down to just nearly 470,000. We are whittling that number, but we need to engage in an all of the above approach to voting if we're going to win the 2024 elections. That means yes, election day, but also early voting, early in-person voting, mail-in voting, absentee voting, and where legal, ballot harvesting. And I want you guys to think about John Fetterman and Dr. Oz going into the first and only debate 500,000 Pennsylvanians already voted before they heard the debate. And four out of five of those voters were registered Democrats, meaning that Democrats were sliding into election day with fewer people to reach out to, with more time to reach out to them, with more money to reach out to them. Meanwhile, Republicans, we were all waiting to vote on one day. So we had everybody to reach out to with less time and fewer resources. The fact of the matter is Democrats vote for weeks and Republicans vote for 12 hours. If we're going to win, we must engage in voter registration and we must engage in an all of the above approach to voting. Scott, one more time before I let you go, I want that I want that app for Wisconsin because it matters for the entire nation. It matters if you want to win the presidency in 2024. One more time, Scott. The application is early vote action. This election is early. Please, everyone at home, do no, everything no. you can for Justice Daniel Kelly. Early vote action. Justice Daniel Kelly. Scott, thank you, my brother. Keep churning. Thanks, Jesse. All right. We got Light in the Mood coming up next. Before we get to Light in the Mood, can you stop a demon from killing you or someone you love? We got a nation filling up with these demons. You know what? I know what. Sometimes they show up with serious hardware. Can you stop a demon from killing you or someone you love? Are you sure you're fast and deadly enough? I will tell you, I practice a lot. You know I love weapons. I don't know that I'm fast and deadly enough. I hope so. I have to spend every day making sure. But who has time for that? I, I can't, I don't have time, I have a job. I can't get to the range every day. Ammunition's expensive. I know you're the same way. What do you do, Jesse? What do I do? Man, Mantis X. When I practice with my weapon, I have a Glock 19 sitting six inches away from me right now. Do you know that I practice right here in the studio? How's that possible? I don't have a gun range in the studio. I don't have to. Mantis X allows me to dry fire practice in my home, in my studio. It attaches right to your weapon. They're giving, they're giving you feedback while you shoot, putting you through drills. 
Fast, deadly, fast, deadly. That's what you must be. That's what I must be. Doesn't matter if you want to be. That's the nation we have now. Go to mantisx.com and get you one. All right? Mantisx.com. Whole family can do it. Mantisx.com. We'll be back. We need to lighten the mood. Have we ever needed to lighten the mood as bad as we need to lighten the mood? Uh, these shootings and kids and stuff like that. Let's smile for a minute, all right? Hey, before, before we get to lighten the mood, let's get to this really quickly. Let's get to buying American. This is something that I have now made a priority in my life. Uh, full disclosure, I've lived most of my life either not caring about it or dismissing it at all. Oh, I don't care about buying American. Just give me cheaper prices. And now when I look at the state of our economy and how we don't make anything here anymore and we've allowed China to take over everything, I wish I'd made different decisions. I can't go back and change that now. I love companies like Grip6 because U.S. manufacturing, American jobs, they make the greatest wallets ever. Hardcover wallet, various designs. You can get it with or without the loop. It locks your cards in the wallet. Oh, when you want them out, you just squeeze it. They pop right up. They make the best belts. They make the best socks. Grip6, baby. Grip6.com slash Jesse gets you discounts on belts, wallets, socks. Great gifts, I might add. Grip6.com slash Jesse. All right. Let's lighten the mood for a minute. That's mulch. There's poop in the mulch, but it's on her face. <laughs> I'll see you tomorrow. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. One of the best shows of the year, according to Apple, Amazon, and Time, is back for another round. We had a big bear of a man. He's called Mal Evans. He's on roadie. And uh, <clears throat> I was coming back on the plane, and he said, will you pass the salt and pepper? And I misheard him. <laughs> I said, what? Sergeant Pepper. Listen to season two of McCartney, A Life in Lyrics on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. My name is Chris Moody, host of the new podcast, Finding Matt Drudge. I'll be taking you on a journey to find the mysterious media mogul Matt Drudge, founder of The Drudge Report. Along the way, I'll talk to people who have worked with him, dined with him, and fought with him, taking listeners into private conversations, all in an attempt to get a better understanding of who Drudge is and what motivates him. Hopefully, he'll even sit down with us. 
Listen to Finding Matt Drudge on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, it's your favorite throwback podcast hosts, Jessica Bennett and Susie Banacaram, here to announce a new season of our show in retrospect. Which means a whole new batch of episodes diving into the pop culture moments we love and love to pick apart. From the dethroning of the first black Miss America. To the legacy of a lesbian joke from four Kaftan-loving Golden Girls. Listen to In Retrospect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.